My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the Force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. And my name is James. And this is where we talk all things Star Wars, and we really love Star Wars here at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. And episode six of Andor. Oh wow. my god! Wow, is all I'm going to say. That's my review. That that's it. We should probably just end the podcast right now. Like it's just wow. That was that was something, man. Like that was, it was more than what I thought it was going to be, which is what I was excited about. Like I knew it was going to be something really cool. You know what I mean? Like based off of how the previous episodes had gone, I was like, oh, they're building up to something pretty, pretty cool here. And it was just like, whoa, I wasn't expecting a lot of what happened. What was, what did, what were your thoughts on it? Well, I think we all expected and spoilers, if uh, you weren't aware, I mean, this is an Andor episode six breakdown. So spoilers here on out. If you haven't seen the episode, stop right now, go watch the episode. It's really awesome. So we were all kind of, Quasi promised a heist episode, and that's exactly what we got. We got the big heist. We got the big payoff of seeing the spectacle known as the Eye on Aldani, and we got some of the coolest espionage heist stuff that I think we've ever gotten in Star Wars. It's people. Some people were comparing it to some of the best stuff since 1980, since Whoa. the Empire Strikes Back. Um, all right. I can, I can I see think, that. I think we all in general love the Mandalorian, but Andor is, is just different in a way that I've been saying it for a long time that I thought this is kind of what we were going to get as soon as Disney purchased Lucasfilm in the TV realm. And we get it 10 years later, <laughs> but <laughs> With the Mandalorian, that was more of a Star Warsy type of situation. But with Andor, you have Tony Gilroy, who's a professed non-Star Wars fan, but is a great writer and showrunner, as well as Dan Gilroy. He he was a writer on this show. Um, but yeah, it was it was spectacular. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Um, it just held my interest all the way through. I watched it at two a.m. Um, when it dropped, or a little bit before 2 a.m., because sometimes they drop it minutes before. So I saw the runtime, and that's one of the things that I haven't been pleased with is, is the runtime for these shows. It's only about 30 minutes, approximately, of actual live footage. So the runtime for this episode was, what, 50, 54 it was a, minutes? Yeah, it was it was the longest so, one they've, they've done. When you subtract like the, the fanfare at the beginning and then the credits at the end, that's about 44 minutes of actually live footage. So one of the longest episodes we've gotten, and it was one of the coolest, one of the most expensive episodes, I would yes. guess you could say, easily say. Um, but I think overall, everyone was was very pleased with it. And... I couldn't sleep afterwards. I stayed up for a couple hours. <laughs> I was going through Twitter. You probably saw some of my tweets and some of my likes out there. So, yeah i i was I was happy, and 
the only the only two things that don't make me happy about Andor is the show length and the time these episodes drop. That's the only two things that I can see <laughs> that that could be changed to make this pretty much almost perfect. But there is another thing though. I will say that maybe instead of dropping just the one episode, it seems like these are three episode arcs that they're yes. giving us. So I believe Susanna White was the director of this arc. She did a fantastic job. Maybe drop the three episodes all at once for that arc, for that particular arc, possibly. I know that's not great with shareholders and subscribers to Disney Plus, but <laughs> for me, I mean, that makes the most sense artistically. Financially, no. Financially, that's a terrible idea. But, I mean, can you imagine that? Getting little bite-sized arcs every week. I mean, like an hour 50 worth of Star Wars. Um, and it just yeah, continuous. That... And yeah, you could tell from, from episode four that, okay, this is the beginning of another of another's arc. This is the beginning of another plot line of Andor. And so when episode five was going, I'm thinking we're not going to see the heist at all. But I was hoping that'd be really cool if we saw the heist. And, and then when it, when episode five ended, I said, OK, it makes sense. The, the episode six now. Yeah, you're right. It's, they're going to go in threes, almost like the Star Wars trilogy, like each is its own. Each is its own story. And so, um, yeah, they, they and I and I like how they're doing it. But I also agree with you that they should release them all at the same time because it's a beautiful like way they're doing it, which is they're, they're really developing it, really showing these characters, really showing the world, really fleshing out everything that's happening so that this episode six, it's not just an action packed heist. It's you, they've invested enough time to where the payoff is spectacular. Like it's so, it's so good. And like you, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Cause, Cause what they brilliantly did was they, they showed us, this is what it's going to look like. This is how we're going to do it. But they didn't really go into detail, detail about how it was going to go. And so you you kind of have a basic idea. But then as it, the the heist is going, it's unfolding more and more and more. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is pretty crazy. And it was intense. I thought it was intense. And I'm going to say it now. The visual effects in this episode were beyond movie quality visual effects. I mean, mm -hmm. This completely, and I know Marvel's not setting a high standard, but this d d destroys any Marvel movie in the past, like, five five years. I mean, this was even better than, than some of the Mandalorian stuff we've gotten. I mean, I don't know I don't know how they did it, but, man, you could tell they really took their time with the visual effects for this episode because all those shots looked flawless to, to me. I mean, did you get that idea as well when you were watching it? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's what we were kind of expecting for this series because we talked about it in so many podcasts ago that they were shooting on location and they were taking their time with it. This show took a long time to actually be finished and be ready for us. And you can really see it on the screen, on location. I think we were all big fans of the volume and stagecraft. And yes. now I think we're kind of going back to, uh, I'd rather have you on location shooting in physical environments physical sets they built a whole kind of city block for andor um on his home planet or his pseudo home planet yeah. um but yeah even, i mean the writing all all the nuance 
all the interweaving of people like scheming behind people's backs and the different <laughs> backstories. And it, it's kind of like you wonder, okay, well, was that the truth? Was this the truth? I mean, was, was it kind of just kind of one of those things where one of the characters kind of figured out as, uh, as, as the story went, they, they figured out maybe how to kind of win the game of the heist and, and kind of make it out on their own. Um, talking about scheme in particular. So yeah, I wasn't ready for that at all. That was that was a good twist because you think the show is is over, and then you're like, what? And then what was what I liked about that was it made all the tension and all the the unease of everybody make sense. That you can't. We're all working as a team, but you can't really trust everybody. You can't really trust anybody. And I thought that was that was really crazy that the show the way the episode ended like that I was like wow that was that was pretty brave of them to do, um, and then again just like with with Rogue One they're not afraid to 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 kill people off like they're they're like oh it happens and you just you got to keep going and I thought that was actually pretty crazy that they they did that in this episode there's a few people who died that I was like wow okay I guess we're just gonna just gonna keep going. And I thought that was I thought that was really cool that they did that. And the thing with the deaths, I think we all kind of expected at least someone to die. Yeah. Um, but like in Rogue One, pretty much almost everyone died except for, um, of course, Andor, who has to live. Um, and uh, th- that female character's name. Um, do you remember what oh, her yeah. name was? I forgot her name was too. <laughs> Surprised we haven't yeah. seen her. Like they just that plot lines over. It feels like. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it, it it was interesting the way that everyone kind of bit it. Um, I know Gorn was shot, and it was it was a brief scene where he gets shot and he goes down, doesn't move anymore, and then the other um, Imperial also goes down pretty quickly. And I think the saddest death that we saw was probably Nimic. He yeah, was, that was. Yeah, he he was. You could say he was a linchpin of getting the rebellion going, uh, getting the alliance to actually make its way through this heist. And and it, it, it's, it is such a ironic thing that the way he dies is he's crushed by all the Imperial credits, you know? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's kind of fighting against the Empire, and, and that's what does him in. Symbolism and, at his finest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, that, that was the saddest point. And ironically, um, I'm pretty sure this was on purpose. When K2SO was getting shot by stormtroopers in Rogue One, at the very end, his last word to Andor was climb. That's right. And Nimic's last word to Andor was climb as well. So there's I just some got chills thinking about there. That. That's right. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, that was that was really sad when he when he when spoiler alert. I mean, we're yeah, like you said before, we already got the spoiler alert. But yeah, when he gets crushed, I was like, holy crap, this is this is real. Like this, this isn't just a fun Star Wars story. Like this is they're really going all out to make it something new for Star Wars. And to see him there, and you're just hoping the doctor, like this doctor who I I, I was like, okay, we got a four arm doctor who looks a little bit like. Uh, a few people we know already. Yeah. <laughs> that was really strange. Um, 
and then to see them cover him up and you're just like man that's really but then she's like here he wanted you to have his manifesto and i was like in that book is the rebellion is the birth of the rebellion right there like this is gonna yeah. this is gonna be and i and the episode ended and i'm in my head i'm thinking i could watch another four hours of what's about to happen next like that's that's how i feel oh looks like we're gonna have general kenobi thanks for joining kenobi. us <laughs> how are you doing tonight good how are you we were just talking about episode six the eye and or what what are your Ooh. thoughts um it's a gorgeous episode okay let's just start off with that right visually <laughs> chef's kiss okay um i enjoyed it a lot here's here's the only but on it Uh-oh. i don't have a, tr- a problem with the episode itself uh at all but do you guys think that people are going to be like, okay, this episode is enough of a payout for the last, let's say, three slower episodes, right? Um, do you think mm-hmm. that ramp up was worth it, right, to get to that peak on episode six? Or do you think most people are going to be like, you know what, I still need it a little bit more? If people need more after that episode, I don't know what's going to make them happy. You know what I mean? Agreed. I mean, the way the way it looked, the way it all played out, the action sequences, it, intense moments. Right. Like, what more do you want from this? Like, I yeah. and uh, I, I I don't believe in the whole slow episode thing. I think they're they're really building up to these moments to make it worth it. And I, in my opinion, I think it this this payoff was 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 pretty pretty great. Yeah, I've, from what I've seen, at least online, uh, that seems to be the majority of people, right, that they really enjoyed it, really like it. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I keep seeing memes about, you know what, uh, forget the Mandalorian, you know, it's Andrew, number one, right now. Um, yeah, I don't know that about one. that, right? Uh, that's that's a worthy discussion, possibly. Uh, but it was a great episode. It's Again, this is what they can do when they have more time, right, when they have, you know, mm room to stretch their legs and actually plan exactly that too i was gonna say (laughs) good writing on it uh and man those those uh those a little like you know in like prelude moments right where nothing seems to be going on but you can feel the tension right like you like you can tell that you know the characters are going through the stress and everybody's just sweating bullets um i i enjoyed that a lot to be honest yeah, I think Disney's playing a dangerous game almost because they drop the first three episodes, which was a complete arc. Right. And then the next week was one 30-minute episode, then another 30-minute episode, and then we got a 44-minute episode, which was awesome. It, it was edge-of-your-seat excitement. Visuals yeah. were fantastic. Score was top-notch. Maybe the best score so far yeah. that Nicholas Patel has given great. us. And I mean, it's it kind of it, it almost kind of reinvigorated me with this show just to see that just to get that payoff. And I was telling James earlier that we were kind of promised the heist and this whole episode was that heist. Right. And high stakes. You got to see stuff that we never seen before. We got to see TIE pilots enter TIE fighters. Yes. Finally. Which oh, was, was. Oh, my God. That was like gorgeous. a visual. That's, that's yeah. kiss, man. That was exactly. like. It was like a visual this, feast, this. man. Especially for me, I'm a TIE pilot in the 501st, and I was like, oh, oh there, you this is, yeah. <laughs> there you this go. This is what Perfect. I'm supposed to be doing. Exactly. You know, one, yeah. thing, 
one thing I caught in this episode, and y'all probably caught it too, was even the blaster sounds were different than what we what yes, we've they been were. hearing. I noticed in that. Star yeah. Wars. And I was like, man, this and the fact that they're stealing money, the fact that it's for the rebellion, you know what I mean? Exactly. This is stuff you would see in another show, but the fact that it's in Star Wars and it's being done well, it's not just being like, oh, it's Star Wars. They're, everyone's got to watch it. It's, it doesn't have to be good. The fact that they're making it awesome makes it even more exciting for me, in my opinion. Like, this is making this show, and like you said, you know, like, maybe this is better than... We're only six episodes in, but maybe this is better than Mandalorian. I mean... Yeah, I mean, the, the, the I question know. is out there, right? And I gotta be honest with you, like, I haven't heard, you know, that question uh, in as many people uh, with any other show, okay? Uh you know, we all know the build-up to Kenobi was was huge, was intense. Uh, but once the show started, I didn't really see that kind of, you know, um, how can I say, continued, like, hype, right? Yeah. Like, constantly, like, every episode. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I think it's it's a worthy debate. You know, maybe, maybe wait until we see the rest of the season. But uh, so far, the writing, at least, like, the character uh, development, I think it's probably the best one we've seen on tv uh uh for star wars for sure yeah um what do you think david are we uh are we better than mandalorian or (laughs) too early to tell man it's apples and oranges like we're kind of saying earlier it's it's just one of those things that i mean you, you the mandalorian was the first ever disney plus tv show for star wars the first ever star wars tv show so that's always gonna have a special spot i think but I mean, Andor is is adult. It, it's it's for the fans that grew up being Star Wars fans, right? And yes. we're getting that grittiness. I mean, if you look at this episode, what we got in this episode, we, we got so many kind of adult things. We got the first cigarette smoking. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed that a guy was smoking a cigarette. Yeah. yeah, I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and and there was also another guy that urinated outside of uh, yeah Dude, that bunker. Yeah, that yes, that one. I was like, wow, like really? That's where they were going with that. <laughs> and of course, we also earlier in the series we got the first actual like curse word in Star Wars too. That was like, yeah, earthly. and the the first you know like booty call too. So yeah, the first yeah, quite a bit going on. Yeah, quite a bit of firsts. There was a shot in that. I remember we talked about when she was putting on her pants, and I was like, I was like, whoa, okay, yeah, all right, we're doing that here, you know. Um, and we also, I know it's weird, we got we got a heart attack. We never had that happen in Star Wars. Uh, hostage situation, which hostage, we kind yeah. of had, but it was it was really intense. We also got the other. It was, yeah. I gotta say this legacy. It's like the first. Um, but yeah. Um, you know, we, we there was a lot of first, and like you said, David, it it was kind of it was kind of brave of them to to do, which was to create a Star Wars for the fans that have been there since the yep. beginning. Like the right. now we're adults, and then there's that whole controversy. Like Star Wars, like George Lucas said, was for the kids, you know. But now it's it's like it no, it's for the adults. And I've heard I've heard a lot of criticism that Galaxy's Edge, the reason why it's 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 popular, it is a very popular thing in uh, Disneyland and Disney World, but the reason why it's not as popular is because the people who grew up with it, the people who have all the money, are like, Well, I want to go see Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia. I don't want to see the, the new stuff, you know. Um, and that's why and so Andor feels like it's for that generation, for the Agreed. generation of fans who were there at the beginning. And I know 
David was kind of there at the beginning. You got Return of the Jedi at a very young age. Um, uh, as for you and I, General Kenobi, I think we were already. It was all all three of them were out by the time we watched oh, yeah. the original trilogy. So yeah, exactly. Um, so we're we're at that generation too, where we're like, oh, this is this is just a good continuation of it. Like I, I think it's really good. Um, somebody said here, a legacy of the nerd. Um, five episodes in, I've only heard negative things. Like it's barely a Star Wars show. But then he said, "But I don't feel like it. They're roughing it in the woods right now, and <laughs> that's where the story is right now." Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say it. I and I'm not going to say names, but a few people on the on our podcast also were kind of like, "It doesn't feel like it. it doesn't feel like Star Wars. Right. Like the slow episodes didn't feel like Star Wars." Right. And the funny thing is, and I think I mentioned it last night on my show that we we like the community in general is describing it the same way, right? You know, you have all oh, sort of the slower pace. It doesn't feel like Star Wars. But some people say that's a positive. Some people go, you know, that's a negative. So it's kind of curious that I think the show is coming across as it's sort of supposed to, right? Uh, it's just, again, of course, everybody's got their opinion, right? Some people want, you know, over-the-top action, you know, Mandalorian style again. And some people, maybe like us, are a little bit more uh, with the intimate of, you know, the, the intricate stories, right? Like with the uh, with the dialogue, with this with the character development. Um, my only gripe with the episode itself is that um, are we going full spoilers? First of all, sorry. Yes. 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 Okay. Full spoilers. Um, my only gripe with the actual episode is that we kind of saw them not making it out, you know, uh, or not all of them. So. That's not to say it wasn't done right. I, it's just I was kind of hoping that that was not going to be the case, or at least not all of them, right, um, in terms of the grand majority of them dying. Um, and uh, the one that I, that I kind of wanted to see more of was the uh, lieutenant. Uh, now, we don't know if he's dead for sure, right, but all I'll say is that he got down and he didn't move anymore. So, right. Uh, I mean, after getting shot, so um, I have to assume that he's not in it. If he's not dead, he's not probably going to be very. If it wasn't on camera, then you know. I mean, you know what I mean. Like we didn't get a certain, you know, certain that he is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? I mean, we saw him, you know, a a a bolt head his way, and then he was on the ground, and then we didn't have any more close-ups for him. So that's about it, right? Uh, Nobody went and and checked his pulse and stuff. So I don't know. Uh, But yeah, that's like I said. That's that's my only. uh, you know, not even complain, just me nitpicking that uh, that I was sort of hoping for uh, for a little a little bit uh, of a different outcome, I guess, in that sense. Now, Cassian shooting somebody that I was I was very much you know like I I I could have bet money that it was going to happen, but I honestly thought he was going to shoot the kid when he was uh, you know when he broke his spine or whatever happened to him right that left him you know oh yeah. Uh, uh, immobilized and you know he says hey she wants to dump him and she's like hey he's dying i saw him look at him go look back at the cockpit and i was like oh man he's just gonna like walk in there reach for his blaster and be like boom debate over right um which he didn't surprisingly right he's like okay how do we get him to the doctor and then but turn up but, right it's, it's still kind of but it's great character development too you know what i mean it like, is we know we know what's how future Cassian is would have done that like exactly like later on you know like we saw at the beginning of Rogue One he didn't hesitate he was like all right I gotta oh, get yeah. out of here you're not helping me and he just shoots the guy yeah exactly like, so, so yeah, I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought that was uh I thought that yeah, was really I, cool that we showed we sh- they showed him in his humanity 
Right. And, and you know, to, to your point, uh, I think it was deliberate, right? Like, oh, we've seen him, uh, like you say, you know, shed the baggage, right? Like, if you can't help me to physically get out of here, you're of no use to me, right? Which is was exactly what was happening with, with the kid. And yet he chose not to, right? But like you said, this is, you know, this is the early stages still for him. So we know he's going to get to that point. We've seen it, uh, but it's not quite there yet. You know, I didn't think of that because that kid saved him. I mean, yeah. he, he saved Cassian's life when he was wrestling with a bigger guy on the floor. I mean, he looked at him like, man, I owe you one. And then yeah. when it came time to actually yeah, make that decision. Yeah. But, I mean, with Cassian shooting Skeen, though, in the end, it feels like maybe even before that, it kind of infers that he wouldn't have, have shot Nimic. Um, who broke his back? So I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I, I guess we got to ask the question, kind of figure out when was the turning point. When did Andor become more the Andor from Rogue One, more so than what sure. he was before? Because right. it seemed like he turned that corner with shooting Skeen and then giving the Kyber Crystal back. Yeah, and that I was surprised what, about we, that. James and I were talking. What was the name of that character again? The the, the blonde haired woman. Oh, I uh the the uh the rebel the uh the yes, leader i guess at, at the very end uh man now i'm blanking out too bell 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 yeah bell yeah yeah so yeah i mean this was kind of the birth of the rebellion in a way yeah. and and then yeah, he has to fund a lot of the rebellion now all the money they got yeah, yeah. i mean what what did it say 80 million something like that Yep, eighty million credits. They didn't yeah. even take. They didn't even take all like all of it either. You know no, what I mean? Like when, when they were loading it up, I was like, "They're not going to get it all." There's yeah. no way they can load this whole thing. Yeah, and, which again, you know, even that was was a nice touch of uh, you know, of, of uh, how do you call it, like realism, I guess, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, to the heist. Right? It's like, hey, you know what? That's it. You got to stop when you have to stop. If not, you're not going to make it out with a single credit. Right? Uh, you can't get over greedy. So. I thought that was cool too. Uh, the plan going sideways, of course, you know, it's it's uh, we knew it was going to happen, but I thought you know it was done again in a very believable way. Uh, you have this super tech, <laughs> the super you know tech uh, guy on on communications that just happened to stumble onto their transmissions. Yeah, just press buttons. Uh, it's got to do this exactly. Trick. Yeah, it's like <laughs> just keep pressing. There's, yeah, there's nothing else away. to do. But I'm going to step away really quickly. But y'all, y'all keep going. Y'all keep going. Yeah, so I'm going to bring up the episode here, and cool. uh, we're going to go kind of um, every uh, plot point here. So let me try and bring it up. Uh, let me see. So let me ask you this. Um, do you watch it as soon as it drops? Like, you know, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning? Yeah, I was talking, yeah, we were, I was talking to James earlier about that. Um, I always tell myself I'm going to go to bed, and I just can't i just stay up <laughs> there you um, go so yeah I've been, I've been watching it around uh maybe like 7 a.m uh just before work like yeah that's what i always stuff. try and plan i set an alarm to wake me up about an hour before work right and i just end up staying up and then i stay up another hour after that because i want to see everyone's reaction on twitter uh, and yeah. social media and see what people are talking about some people have like live youtube channels going and yes they do they yeah, they that. break it down and yeah there were some interesting kind of fun facts too so um funny enough 
this same past week, the uh, title for the episode for Rings of Power was also The Eye. Oh, really? I didn't yes. notice that. Yes. And the other oh, thing, too. That is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird coincidence. And also the other thing, too, was the fact that I, I talked about it earlier with James, that the last word that K2SO had to Cassian was climb. And that was Nimic's last word to answer. Right? I caught that. Yeah. Yeah. I caught that too. And I'll be honest with you, even phonetically, it kind of sounded like a little hint, you know, yeah. uh, there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, here he is talking with Nimic. Yeah. And they they bring up a little bit of Force stuff here, kind of, with Faith. Yep. And a lot of people have comparisons to, to Mouse from it's the same type of character from the matrix yep i agree i can see that but this kid is freaking smart though i mean he's you know he's very analytical uh maybe over analytical but yeah uh but yeah he's he's pretty damn smart and this was an interesting thing right here the the natives so the the joke right now is uh, that they, they cast Brian Cranston. Dude, yes, thank you. Okay, I wasn't the only one. I, you know, again, I was watching it, you know, early in the morning, and I wasn't maybe one hundred percent awake. But when that shot came in, I was like, "What?" I was like, "No way!" Like, there's no way. <laughs> and so I kept going back, and I paused it, and I, I hesitated for like two seconds. I was like, "No, that's not it." I was like, "Okay," I was like, "Let's let's move on." <laughs> So yeah, I think they have a a bit to play in uh, the next few episodes here. Um, What do you guys think about... So, of course, we've seen the trailers, we've seen the commercials, so there's a shot of Cinta on Aldani with a Star Destroyer overhead. So the Empire's going to be round up, they're going to head to Aldani. What do you think is going to happen? Because they're going to have to retaliate, they're going to have to do something. Oh yeah. I think they're going to do genocide on these natives. I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to try and punish them, even though they had nothing to do with this. Right. I think at the very least, they're going to wipe out that uh, that holy uh, valley, right? They're probably going to just glass the thing. Uh, you know, whatever artifacts, whatever ruins are there, they're gone at the very least, right? But like you said, I mean, 80 mil, That's uh, that, that would piss some people off for sure. So... <laughs> Uh, I can see them going, you know, full on like Operation Cinder type of thing. Yeah, and right here we see the the scene from the trailer where Andor does the uh, voiceover calling the Empire fat and satisfied. Yeah, <laughs> and we see this guy and this guy drinking, and they allude to this guy's uh, girth with his belt shrinking. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Funny. Yeah, yeah, kind of subtle, but it's 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 there. Maybe you've expanded. <laughs> Yeah, and it was kind of interesting that he became kind of like a major character for this uh, for this yep. episode, and to actually see his family there, right? Yeah, pal, something we've never we've never seen before in Star Wars. No, no, but I've actually enjoyed that part also with the uh, I guess the counterpart or you know the flip side of the same coin with uh, Mon Mothma's uh, family. Uh, yeah, and this yeah, reveal right here that one of the guys was a stormtrooper. Yeah. And that Sinta, yeah. That Sinta's family was was wiped out, right, by stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Val is her name. 
Yeah. So. And I think here is the scene. Yeah, the it's coming up right there. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> and this kid was in uh, House of the Dragon as well. Was he? Oh, really? Yeah. He played the um, the suitor who ended up murdering that man. He was trying to that's, wed Rhaenyra. That's right. Yeah. Oh, um, man, that's crazy. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Dude, so I love the uh, sort of like the iconography on that shot with the turret. Uh, it, it sort of reminded me, yeah, it sort of reminded me of the, like the German pillboxes, you know, from uh, oh, yeah. from like World War II with all the yep. gray, you know, the concrete, the uh, obviously, you know, the, the gray uniform for the soldier, gray and black. Um, and yeah, I don't know, like just just the way that it's shown, uh, it's, like it, it made me think of that, like almost immediately. I will say, doing fog, visual effects in the fog are just amazing. Like yeah. they hide all the imperfections. I mean, look at that. You yeah, exactly. Fact, probably twenty feet in front of them is not there. Like, it's not. Yeah, exactly. It, it it probably looks almost like that, but then they digitally added in everything in the back. Sure. And it, it's yeah. it looks flawless. Looks like and they actually yes. built this great. wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that big structure is there. Then they added on stuff on top of it. I don't know. I want to say like a, the oh, yeah, yeah. I want to say the dam portion. Yeah. Like, like you said, like the floodgates are there, but um, that top right, I guess, uh, little housing. I think that's not there. I, I saw a shot at one point before the show started. Um. And then they oh, go yeah, all these... SEAL team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's that sacred cool. structure. Yep. So like I said, at the very least, right, they're going to blow that thing to smithereens for sure. Yeah. I love, he says a line right here. He says, like, like he almost gives, like, ask for code. He's like, uh, do it okay, soldier? And then he's oh, like, yeah. we're good. And he's like, yeah. okay, like that was his way of going. Like, are we still? Are we exactly? Are we? Go, are, are we, we doing yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, cool underwater sequence, and then the uh, the the skin. It's so funny to see the Empire doing this. Yeah, just trying. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. so interesting that they're just like, ah, that's their customers. Yeah, like that, that grimaced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love how he gives the whole rundown of, you know what, we we started out letting them do pretty much whatever they wanted, and slowly but surely we took away like pretty much everything, right? Yep. Until they're literally planning to take away the valley itself, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does give you an insight, right, that, you know, the, the Empire, even though it's very powerful, uh, it took a little bit to get there, right? Like they weren't. They were not the all powerful empire we yeah, get to know that, from from one day to another, right? Like they still had to deal with uh, regional conflicts, you know, governments, all of that stuff, right? Like they still have to sort of win them over. We got a Mission Impossible yeah. shot right there. Yeah, I thought that was cool that him like <laughs> completely changing the translation. <laughs> yeah. May the eye find the good in Brian, all of us. And then Brian Cranston just looks at yeah, him. Indeed. That's <laughs> right. I, I want to look yeah. this guy's name. I want to see who this yeah. guy is. Because he looks just like Brian Cranston. Dude, so yes. And then the mission just got more impossible. Yep. There it is. There's Tom Cruise. <laughs> so, Which know, I kind of did like. Yeah. Oh, what were you guys, sorry, sorry. What were you going to say? 
Oh, I was gonna say I I kind of did like how Bell was getting cold feet, right? Like at the yeah, at the, I thought that at the last second, at the worst possible there. time, <laughs> at the worst possible time, exactly. Like when when your leader should be, you know, the coolest and should be like the most decisive. Like that's when she starts flaking out. Burning of the pelts. Eat my pelts. So yeah, here they got him. Yeah. I think this is also the first time we ever see a gun pointed at a kid's head, too, in Star Wars. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, probably. We sort of saw a lightsaber pointed at one, but not a gun. So the more I look at the, the dam in the background, I think the dam is real. Yeah, I think I'm gonna so, too. I'm going to say the dam is real, and they're able to utilize it and maybe add a few more things onto it. Right. But uh, I think that's so. Am I the only one when they were going back and forth on through the sequence and like the people, you know, dancing uh, down in the valley or down in the monument? Yeah, I, I had this thing when they were building up, you know, the tension. I had this image of of the people down in the valley, like the, the locals, the Aldani people, just like throwing up like their their coats back. And they all had AKs and just started like blasting <laughs> troopers <laughs> because it, it just kept like building up and up and up. Right. Like. They, they showed how they don't like the Empire, right? I mean, they burned yeah, the pelt. Uh, and then as, as they were, you know, dancing or whatever, I kept noticing that it was mostly young people. Uh, you know, it was like a few elders, but it was mostly young men and women. So I was like, dude, like, I, are they going to say, you know what, we had enough, like, we have to do something and ruin everybody's plan? Like, you know, little do they know they're, they would put a kink on on the actual rebellion, or or they would have made it easier for them because then everyone would have been focused. exactly would have been focused. Yeah, like every trooper yeah. would have had to gone out, right? But I don't know. I, I just kept waiting for that. Like when they, you know, they kept getting into the frenzy of just before the 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 eye happens, right? The the shower happens, uh, and I was like, dude, like I if they do that, like oh man, like that's that's awesome. It, yeah, but, and it would make and, sense story-wise because, I mean, that would give the Rebels a little bit more extra support that they exactly. weren't going to expect. So I paused it right here because the device that Nimic is holding is actually a Polaroid camera. Yes. <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> so we got AK-47s and Polaroid camera. And Polaroids, oh, right yeah. You. Just a few little things added to it to make it yeah. Star Wars. Dude, like, when she, she had the AK, right, and as she was about to let up the first shot, I was like, oh, man, if she shoots like a, a bullet, you know, instead of <laughs> instead of a laser bolt, like, come on. But luckily, you know, it was, it was a red laser bolt. Everything was fine. <laughs> yeah. But I, was, I have expected that, honestly. So, yeah, they get all the hostages yeah. to, to do the heavy lifting. And, yeah, this was a really tense scene. The eyes yeah. about to go off. This guy's sweating it out. Yeah. That sequence right there with the the I might have to watch that. (laughs) Dude, the way you you see him twisting the thing, the way Darth Vader does. Yes, exactly. But just look at that. like the lid looks. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh, man. Love it. I mean, we've we've seen it in video games and we've seen it in animated, right? But uh, to see it live action, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's so nice. All right, guys, I'm going to have to bounce. Sorry about that, but keep going. And may the force be with you always. All right, you too, James. James. 
So yeah, Skeen is looking maybe maybe yeah. going back and watching the episode, maybe all the looks that he's given, like he's trying to make it out of this alive and he doesn't really care who you know what it's funny you mentioned that because before um uh, sorry i'm blanking out on the names but before the former store trooper he's he's gonna make the run to bell right bell is pinned down yeah and he tells spending like cover me right i think right around there um and he's like uh he's like i don't know if i want to stick my neck out (laughs) yeah like he he, he takes one shot and then he backs yeah and he's like nope never mind never get enough of watching and listening to tie fighters which is something that rogue one did really well by the way when they come out of the uh yeah. of uh edu you know the the hangar also yeah and when i they love come the edu out, sequence yeah. yeah the edu sequence is gorgeous by the way like in any star wars i don't care what it is yeah but uh also when they come out on uh on scarif you know out of the shield gate like hangers like when yeah. they just pour out like completely i love that scene yeah and there it is climb yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that sequence, man, that sequence is gorgeous. Yeah. And of course, the TIE fighters have no shield, so. Yeah, exactly. So even the lightest grace would have done it, but. Yeah. Then, yeah, they make it out. And then their contingency was to go to this doc- doctor, Dr. Yeah. Quadpaw. Yeah. That's his name. That's funny. Makes sense, though. And you that figure first... when he said, I can't feel my legs, it's like, okay, well, I mean, that's not a big deal. I mean, you got Darth Maul with fake legs. And <laughs> yeah, right. So many other situations where characters don't really have their legs. Fennec Shan had literally, like, a hole in her stomach and some rando yeah. dude with, you know, 100-year-old parts in the desert managed to fix her. But Yeah. Yeah, this back-and-forth sequence between Steen yeah. and Andor was really good. Yeah, I like this a lot. 40 million credits is enough for yeah. me to forget, about, forget you. about you. So right there, you know that, I mean, yeah, he's going to kill anyone to get what he wants. Oh, yeah. So... Cassian does the math and it's just like I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She's like, yeah, as soon as I fly you out of here, I'm done. Yeah. And then Walt is in. Yep. Tells Which I think is, that... it's, it's kind of funny, right? How well, not funny, but I guess it goes to show the character. Uh he's offering to pay for the ship, right? First of all. He yeah. he gives back the the Kyber crystal as like, hey, this was just a deposit, right? Like I yeah, I don't no longer need it, and I'm only gonna take my cut. Yeah, and then it gives it gives credence to Andor's story that yeah he was he was plotting to kill everyone and make out with the money that sure, yeah. Andor wasn't in it for the money. That's another good little 
story device there. And then, of course, yeah. the manifesto from... Yeah, of course. Nimic. And then another trailer shot where we see yeah. Dedra walking in. through. And, of I course, we the get the how... Senate. Yeah, finally, right? Yeah. I love the way how he, he, um, he says, like, oh, bring up every retaliation plan, like, for the yeah. system or for the planets. I forget how he mentions it, but he's like, yeah, we're, we're out for yeah. blood now. Yeah. And you can see in the Senate chamber here that exactly most of these pods have no one. Have no one, yeah. And it leads Either, back to yeah episode four, A New Hope, when Tarkin talks about the Senate being all being, but dissolved. Exactly, pretty yeah. much dissolved, yeah. So, Either because they're complicit or they've been forced out, right? I mean... Yeah. The Senate really means nothing. And then this is this is an interesting spot right here too. Yeah. In the language no one remembers. How sad. No, it's liberating. You decide what it says. Luthen's antiquity shop, and then this yeah. guy brings up big rebel attack last night. That's all yeah. The big rebel attack, and he's just like, oh, I'll have to look. Maybe we have something in the. He's like, and or worked. Exactly. My plan worked. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Susanna White, she did a fantastic job. Um she did. You really got to hand it to her. Yeah, I mean this this episode was awesome. Um yeah, I mean that that type fighter sequence is one for the books, honestly. I, I loved it. Yeah, I got a picture of Susanna White right here. Oh, there you go. She directed this arc and yeah, it was it was fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, people that are not accustomed to this type of storytelling, this type of show, I mean, yeah, it is a slow burn, but man, this payoff for this episode, the eye, it's going to be an episode that's, that's long remembered and, and celebrated Agreed. too. And written by Dan Gilroy, Tony Gilroy's yeah. brother. Totally good. Yeah. Yeah. Based yeah, on man, Star it's... Wars by George Lucas. So yeah, fantastic edge of your seat episode. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, I mean, I feel that at least in terms of performance, like I think everybody's doing a really good job, you know, uh, actor-wise. Like I I don't I haven't really felt like a weak link uh, you know, has popped up or or I haven't really bumped into anybody. Is what I'm trying to say in, in that sense. Yeah. Um and for sure, the story is great. The, the the dialogues are awesome. You know, the the writing on it in general is just really good. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So um, so what do you think the next next arc? Like I was saying before, I think the natives are are gonna are gonna really get either yeah. annihilated totally or see something really bad happen to them because that star destroyer showing up and. I think some heavy fire pyro is showing up and it's it's it might end up like Cassian's home planet where it's just yeah. no one. Yeah. Everyone that used to work there, all the yeah, adults, exactly. they're all gonna be either enslaved or just straight up killed. So yeah. 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 So... I'm and it was funny because I had a lot of people asking me, was that the last show for this season? And I was like, nope, it's, we're nope. only halfway through. We're only halfway. Yeah. We got another six episodes to go, which is yeah. great. It's fun. It's, it's exciting because yeah. this week oh. was the last week of She-Hulk and Rings of Power, but Star Wars continues. 
Yeah, Rings of Power is uh, t tonight, tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, I, I need to watch that. Uh, yeah, the I've cool thing about Amazon is, if you look at the time right now, um, it'll probably drop in about two hours. There you go. So, the, if you like football, you can doing. watch Thursday Night Football, <laughs> then right afterwards, you can watch Rings of Power, which yeah, which has yeah, been my bad combo right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Nice. Same, th yeah. same thing with Sunday night. Sunday night football, then, then uh, House, House of the Dragon. Dragon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. It's it's been a it's been a crazy you know few weeks for fandom, man. I mean, uh, it's kind of crazy how everything converges, right? Uh, you know, we had months where it was kind of bone dry, and then all of a sudden, you get yeah, everything. then we get hit with a bunch of stuff, man. Yeah, which is great. It is. It is a little tiring a little fatiguing though <laughs> sure yeah absolutely because i, mean, like, I don't want to stay up but i end up staying up for this stuff yeah no i agree uh, I've, I've been doing the same uh i started house of the dragon late and uh i think it was three maybe four episodes already out by the time i watched it but i was like i i have to jump on this otherwise like you know somebody's gonna end up spoiling it i had already you know seen a few things here and there so i was like you know what i what am i doing let's just let's just do this <laughs> Let's just yeah. add it to the rotation. Yeah, so I put the poll out on Twitter. You can find us at Stuff Pod. You can see there in my name. Um, what show is better? Is it The Mandalorian or Andor? Ooh, there you go. That's going to be interesting so right there. I want to hear what people have to say. I know, man, it's such a tough choice because, it, like I said, it's it's apples and oranges, really. I mean, The Mandalorian is, I think, it's more for the all-ages section where and or it's more adult oriented but like james said all of us have kind of grown up everyone that has the money grew up at this point in time with star wars and yeah. i think all of us kind of wanted to see in a, a more adult start now we get it unfortunately the episodes are about 30 minutes long which yeah it's kind of a shame we got to wait every single week to get another 30 minute bite-sized yeah. chunk but um, yeah, it feels like a long form movie. It feels like it they did shoot a really yeah. long movie, and they're just chopping it up. And yeah, they shot somebody, arcs uh, for every three episodes. Somebody mentioned it last night on my stream, but I, uh, I forget who it was. But they said this is going to be an awesome rewatch, you know, for like back to back all the episodes. And I was like, you know what? That that's so true. Like this is going to play really nice. Like like you said, just a long movie. It's, it's going to look great, and it, and you know what's sort of what's coming, but uh, I think we're going to get a better appreciation is what I'm trying to say uh, once we, you know, are done with it and you eventually go back and rewatch, you know, maybe not the whole thing, but like arc by arc, I think they're going to play out really good. Yeah, I, I really wish we would have an after show a lot like we have with House of the Dragon. Yeah. Um, I know when Rebels was debuting episodes on Disney XD, they would do Rebels Recon right afterwards. Yes. It's I like, why those. don't they do that with Disney Plus? I mean, you can have yeah. a live show, have, have yeah, a, I mean, almost like Talking Dead for Walking Dead. There you, you know? go. Mm -hmm. That's you exactly what have, I was thinking about. You can have on the actors, a showrunner, and we can get a little bit more insight and kind of hang yeah. out and talk about Because, I mean, 30 minutes, man, that's, that's yeah. a lot of time. No, it's really not. Especially and this nowadays. is really a movie, you know? I mean, this yeah. is really something that's like actual cinema, it feels like. And it, it's it's worthy of having an after show. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Do you remember back in Clone Wars? I want to say it was first season. Yeah, maybe first or second season. Cartoon they Network. Used to, 
Yeah, and, um, the yes, they used to have like a repeat of the show of the episode, but with like little inserts of information on screen. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember what those were called, but so they would show it was almost the like VH1 again. pop-up video kind of exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and they had like little whatever, maybe not like super important stuff, but like I remember one when the clones were uh, uh, shooting their grapple guns right. Uh, out of their main rifles and the little pop-up said it's like oh the ro- the ropes are uh, actually in liquid form until they're released into the air that they solidify and that's how you know they can shoot out like a huge ass you know or long ass you know wire right out of their rifles and i was like wow. oh i never knew that like i remember that you know sticking in my head like wow that's pretty cool to know <laughs> interesting yeah i didn't uh, know that either yeah I'm, I'm trying to remember what they would call those but but anyway so even something like that is what i'm trying to say you know, just like bits of information on data that uh, would just like enhance the show, right? So if they would drop the the repeat episode with that kind of stuff two, three days later, that at least that would hold you up a little bit more uh, until the next one drops. But I think, I mean, yeah. they, they got, it's not like they're fighting for airspace time, right? Uh, so why not, like you said, why not have uh, an after show, right? every week yeah i mean they they it feels like they did we we spoke about this on the podcast before but it feels like they did kind of learn their lesson with dropping kenobi and miss marvel simultaneously kind of aided yeah, to miss marvel a little bit and i never got to i never even watched most of it i think i'm on the last episode oh, but um yeah they shifted she hulk to thursdays so you had Andor wednesday she hulk thursdays and of course rings of power fridays yeah and then house of the dragon i mean Doing stuff like that, I mean, it's 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 very very commonsensical, I think. And of course, when they drop films, they they let the industry know, hey, we have this date, so other oh, of course, yeah. studios don't release on the same. They at least give two weeks, you know. And yeah. I thought it was smart of them to do that. Very smart of them because you don't want to release too much all at once, and you yeah, want to exactly. have the the water cooler talk, and you want to have the social media reaction. Yes, and especially when, like, honestly, all, all of these shows are pretty expensive, right? Like, yeah, let's not forget, you know, this is a business. So they, if you're spending so much money, right, to to produce the one episode or the one show, uh, you don't want to burn through everything, right, uh, as fast as you can, or not anymore, at least. Um, so like you said, you know, stagger it, make it last, you know, all through the week, you know, so that people keep coming back to it. Uh, and it just makes sense. Now, I am happy that Andor is sort of outlasting, <laughs> you know, the, the major shows right now. Yeah. Because, uh, like I said, it, it's we're going into the holiday season, so the hype for it, I think, is going to be, you know, pretty intense by the time we start getting uh, the new action figures, you know, uh, and yeah. things like that for the holiday season. Yeah. And it's essentially going to lead into Black Panther because that yes. last episode is the week of, I believe. Or actually... I think Black Panther releases on the tenth, and I think Andor. Uh, yeah. I think they moved it up. Yeah, because originally right. it was going to release like Thanksgiving, but um, yeah, I, 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 Andor is going to have the spotlight, like you say, yeah. and I, Rings of Power is going to be done. She Hulk is done. I don't know if there's any other big TV series that's going to drop. Yeah, I was trying to think. We got we got Tales of the Jedi coming in uh, in two weeks, right? But yeah, that's going to be you know sort of a short run right yeah uh, yeah it's gonna be six episodes all at yeah. once right so which don't get me wrong i'm looking forward to that those stories yeah they're gonna be super fun uh, but uh but yeah i don't i don't know that we got anything major for the rest of the year um 
I mean, yeah, besides Black Panther, of course. But I think yeah. uh, coming into 2023, uh, we're sort of, that first half of the year, if I remember correctly, we're going to be pretty heavy on Star Wars. No? We got Bad Batch. We got uh, Mando. Then Ahsoka. And, and then Ahsoka. Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor, yeah. Okay, and so good things Skeleton Crew should be coming out. Skeleton Crew, there you go. I knew I was forgetting yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's looking good. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. And of course, uh, Star Wars Celebration is in London. Hopefully, we will be there. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so. Bring me back some some palette toys. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give me the credits. There you go. So, yeah, uh, General Kenobi, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, sure thing. So, uh, guys, if you enjoy Star Wars, which I have to believe you do because who doesn't, uh, we do a lot of toy hunting, a lot of toy reviews. We talk about Star Wars at General Kenobi's Bunker on YouTube. That is the main channel. We also go live every Wednesday around 8 p.m. Central on the show called The High Ground, uh, where I'm trying to have a lot more guests now. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I've reached out to David. He said, uh, he said he was super happy to do it. I'm just kidding. I haven't asked him yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, so, yeah. So if you would like, you know, um, a live show that's not as high quality as this one, uh, join us on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on the high ground. Again, the YouTube channel is General Kenobi's Bunker. You can find me the same way on Instagram and at TikTok. Awesome. And, yeah, everyone that's watching, listening, you know, we find the Star Wars Stuff podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Pretty much everywhere, every major podcasting app. Uh, if you go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, write a review, tell your friends. And for General Kenobi, my name is David, and may the Force be with you. Catch you on the next one. <laughs>